It's Joey Remini here from seekingbalance.com.au and I would like to introduce you to Tanya who's calling in from India. I want to welcome you to the call and thank you for your time, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. So Tanya's connected to the Rocksteady program uh, through a diagnosis of BPPV that took some time to get, but she got there. And there's a possibility Tanya also relates to triple PD and having the the worry and the anxiety that comes with a chronic incident of vertigo, but then lingers after the physical symptoms resolve, which is classic for triple PD. So for you listeners out there who relate to BPPV, positional vertigo, and triple PD, uh, this could be an interesting talk. Tanya, what, well, actually, you were just mentioning off call about being told there's no cure or being skeptical of people claiming to heal and treat things. Speak a little bit about the skepticism yeah. and, and how you joined the Rocksteady community and sort of from there. So I guess uh, initially I was just not in the right headspace and I was just looking for anything that was available on the internet. Yeah. I came across a lot of people trying to say that you should do this or you should move your head from here to here or you should do like certain head movements and or they were selling like courses which were overpriced, very overpriced. And I actually like tried a lot of these remedies. They were also uh, telling me that if you eat certain things or if you don't eat salt that helps a lot but it was basically leading to nowhere mm. so I was very skeptical about joining Rocksteady because I was like this is probably one of the same things and mm. it wasn't like I took a leap of faith and it was pretty good <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm really pleased you trusted our community and what did you get out of the community out of the program so my, my intention is it provides an educational container and space for your learning. Um, how did you use the program and how did you feel as you came in with skepticism? How did you feel once you landed and started going through module one? Um, I feel initially it was kind of, um, I felt a little better because I was like, there are like, that's like a proper there, like there's tools and there's audios and I just started and I was still like very skeptical then but then I went on the I joined the Facebook group and a lot of the people were describing the same things that I was feeling and initially that helped a lot because mm. people were talking about that they're on module four they're on module five and it helped them like if they have either vertigo or tinnitus it was helping them a lot mm. so I was like fine I mean, it just felt really nice to have other people experience the same thing as you. Mm. How about the live monthly group calls? Did you find a sense of belonging or did oh, you yeah. feel like other people were asking relevant questions for you to, to listen into? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Like when I joined the first audio call, like a lot of the people were asking things like, will I ever feel better? Like the basic questions, like, will this last forever? Or how do I travel? Or all the things that I was asking, but always like, couldn't ask people who weren't going through this, because obviously, they don't understand what you're going through. Mm. But all these questions made so much sense to me, because I was experiencing the same thing. Yeah. So now that you've, yeah. now that you've kind of been through the educational process, and you've experienced the healing in your body and what it feels like I'm wondering how would you put in your own words this is a tough question how would you put in your own words how it feels 
to actually change your brain and change your body and heal with neuroplasticity? How would you describe it in, in your experience? Mm, I would say it's, um, I feel like there's good days and bad days, but I feel like before I joined Rocksteady was mostly bad days, even though I wasn't experiencing anything physically, but it was just a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of self-doubt. Mm. Now I feel like I have those days too, but I feel like I have like this thing that if I don't feel that right, like right, I can just go to the audios or I can just um, talk to people on the Facebook group and that helps a lot. So I have a sense of safety. A sense of safety. And that's kind of what I want to probe a little bit more deeply on. I think in the beginning when we're feeling more desperate, looking for fixes, you know, feeling very, very uncertain about what's possible and skeptical, we tend to be riddled with self-doubt and worry. And we don't necessarily trust the body, trust ourselves. It's just this constant humming of questioning in our brainwaves. And then once I think we find a resonant path so we can settle into a focused home program and there's less questions, there's less confusion, there's less overwhelm because we're starting to become more focused on perhaps being loving and compassionate towards those challenging anxious moments and days, but then also having a then what strategy of, okay, now where am I leading myself? What are my desires and sensations? What am I building? And very, very central to that actually is a feeling of safety. And if we don't have that safety, neuroplasticity can be near impossible to understand because we're in that red zone, that fight, flight, freeze, fawn, nervous system zone. So in your body, what was the difference you think between the the Tanya before Rocksteady and then the Tanya after Rocksteady? How did, her, how did you feel different in yourself, in your body, the felt experience? Can you remember? Yep. Mm, I guess before I was always in this um, freeze moment, like I was always like anxious. Mm. Everything was upsetting me. Everything would make me super scared. I would be very moody. I would be very angry because I feel like mostly also the people around me didn't know how to help me because it's not easy to explain people how you're feeling or Mm. the fact that you aren't actually dizzy, but you feel not quite right. Mm. so it was mostly that frustration that I don't know how to get from this point to be better and I was always experiencing this thing that I need like a quick fix and I don't know I don't know how to read you in my mind basically but I feel like after rock study like I still have those sensations it's not like it's completely gone away but I feel much less anxious because I know that there are tools to help me feel better Mm. so yeah it's helped a lot I'm curious to know though, when you're in your body, I guess it's pretty much the difference between feeling the fight, flight, freeze, immobilized, which is really normal, by the way. And a lot of listeners will really relate to that. So thank you for sharing. Uh, And feeling that kind of frozen, disconnected, dissociated, worried feeling. But then there's a difference between that space and, and having genuine dizzy or not quite right sensations passing through, but having a really calm, relaxed, alert, competent, reaction and response to it so we feel resourced we have capacity we can meet those sensations because the reality is in life not quite right sensations come and go often for really good reasons you know the world around us is very stimulating and overwhelming and there can be a lot of fear in the outer world that's not in our body 
And so mm. our nervous system is responding to all of this in the world. So having the not quite right sensations come and go makes perfect sense being a human. Yeah. So my question mm. is more, how does it feel in your body now you you can respond and meet? You've got the skills, you've got the tools, hopefully you've got the capacity and the resources to really nurture yourself through that. Do you, do you mm. want to share any stories with the listeners to give them a little idea perhaps of that turnaround? Oh, yeah. So I feel like I started doing the exercises in the modules like every day. I would listen to the bonus audios every day. And it was mm. every day I would do like 10 minutes of it, even though if it was not just even if I was not being dizzy, if it was for like the fact that work was too stressful or that I had exams mm-hmm. or something that I would listen even from that point of view. And I feel like gradually it made a change. Like it was not overnight for sure. It takes a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. But yeah, when you do things that you were scared to do before, it's a very liberating feeling. Yeah, for and sure. Then- yeah, and I, I just actually went, I went away for a festival this weekend with my one-year-old, which meant my almost three-year-old and husband stayed at home. And so it was a new edge. It was a new thing. And I hadn't done that before as a mother, you know, with a little infant or almost toddler. And it's yeah, it's, it's, that, it's always those same edges we're meeting of, how am I going to cope, you know? And, and it was muddy. It rained a lot. There were, there were full-on challenges um but I must say this this I have the same reflection you just shared which is like gosh I think if I had have done this a couple of years ago or Mm. something I would have been more tight more wound up more anxious more perhaps critical Mm. or pushy or judgmental or forced to an agenda but because of this rock steady work I've been so enjoying the new Joey, I was more relaxed. I was more able to bounce with the difficulties and challenges. I was, I felt very resourced. I felt self-sufficient. I didn't, there wasn't that part of me that was a damsel in distress wanting people to help me in the rain or, you know, it was just, it was a really lovely feeling. I felt very centered and it was that feeling of it's taken me a while to build up to this point, but now I can recognize the difference in myself and it's a felt feeling in my body yeah um which brings me to the i agree to that i feel like i i also experienced like days where i would before i joined rockstar before i was even like in that state of mind i didn't even want to leave my house i didn't want to do like small things and that frustrated me more because it was like i want to do these things but my mind is not allowing me to do these things so it was like a battle between my own head and now I feel like I have the power to take to do whatever I want without feeling scared. So that's a very nice feeling. Yeah. And and I think also if there is the fear, it's small. It's yeah. not like it occupies the whole day or the whole week or the whole month. The fear comes in at a really manageable bite size um, amount, which which again I think is part of perhaps module five and module two and, and some of those areas where we start to look at our inner world and our belief systems and our thoughts and there's some journaling prompts. Did you, how did you, how did you find the different physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual sort of encouragements and nudges that the rock city program gave you to explore? Okay. What are my values? Who am I? And some, some of those, I suppose, soul searching deeper questions that you might think, isn't this about vertigo? What's, you know, how did you, how, how did you go with, um, 
with building the new normal and the, the new version of Tanya? I guess even before I experienced BPPV, I was very conscious as a person. I feel like my self-esteem, it was not always the best. And when I experienced it, it like fell down even more. Mm -hmm. So physically it was, I was not feeling great, but it was mostly mentally for me. Like Mm. mentally, I was not in a good state of mind and I was pushing everybody away. I was not dealing with my problems. I was not being kind to myself. I was being very, very harsh on myself or even small things. But I think after rock study or even after doing some soul searching, overall, I think I kind of realized that I can 100% say nice things to myself and I don't think I deserve to always be harsh on myself. So that also I feel was something I worked on after I um, started your program. Mm. So... It's Mostly it was the mental aspect for me that became way better. Yeah. So mentally, I'm doing way better. Yeah. Yeah. Which are, which feeds our emotional world too. Yeah. Um, I want to say congratulations. Going from that inner world, it's almost like I think of sometimes our, our thoughts and the dialogue up, up in our mind space. I think about that as like fish swimming in an ocean. You know, often we don't know the water we're living in. It's just everywhere and we're flooded by it and it's almost invisible to us because we're so used to it and my experience of the inner critical process and being judgmental or really harsh and abrasive you know there was a a long time in my life where I had no idea that was going on you know it was it was really something I didn't have awareness of it was so normalized I, Mm. I suppose like many of us we would probably just assume that it's just like that for everybody so I want to congratulate you in sort of having that insight and that moment of clarity to sort of question your inner dialogue Mm. and question is it serving you is it nourishing you is it helping you and linking the neuroscience and the wanting to change your brain and change patterns and build new habits you could call them new ways of being Did you have any particular, I mean, the awareness, I think, is a tool, just straight up. Mm. But did you have any particular tools, resources, strategies, tricks that helped you in some of those difficult, critical, judgmental moments when you had to potentially pause and shift the script? Did you have any? Yeah. um, Yeah. Would you mind sharing any of those? First thing would be acceptance. I feel like if you accept things for how they are, like your healing process is way quicker. Because before I was pushing away, like I said, I was pushing away my symptoms or I was pushing away my not quite right feelings or what I was experiencing mentally. So I was just pushing it away. I didn't want to deal with it. But I think when I started accepting what I'm going through, like with your audios, like your module audios, a lot of it was that you don't have to treat yourself as someone who's experiencing these symptoms and you're not, mm. not you're not like your symptoms more than that. So that was, I think, the first step. I accepted that. I accepted the fact that if I'm not, if I'm feeling dizzy or if I feel not quite right, it's fine. Like I have to let it flow and mm. that's not what should ruin my day. So acceptance was one and I feel like doing slowly like, setting goals for myself that okay today I'm gonna work out or I'm gonna um, 
turned my head in positions that before made me quite uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so I I feel like small things like that I did that and that was great Mm -hmm. that a lot yeah and would you mind sharing if you can remember or if it's still relevant for you and and in many ways I hope it is I hope it's still part of your daily practice but do you remember any of your daily desired sensations or intentions like some of those root anchor neural pathways that you were coming back home to for many people it's been calm or grounded or centered or steady do you remember what your desired sensations are and do they still apply yeah so I um when I was in school I was leading a very like exhausting life I would wake up early I was stressed about the fact that I have to go to school and then after that I feel like I never acknowledged the fact that I need to take a break sometimes so I was always just having either a six seven routine whether it was for school and for my job it's the same thing so I think I never like stopped and paused and asked myself like okay are you feeling okay right now do you can you do the things that you want to do today so I did those things like for once I sat down I closed my eyes mm-hmm. and I asked myself, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling okay? Do you need some support? Do you need some mm-hmm. um, validation? What, what are you looking for? So that, like, I just closed my eyes. I didn't do much. I just closed my eyes. I listened to your audios. And I just told myself that you're okay. You're stable. You're sitting on the ground. You're doing fine. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to be stressed about. So it was just basic things like that. Or when I was lying in bed, I just close my eyes, close the lights. I mean, people don't have to do that because first that was also very scary for me. I couldn't sleep in the dark because the mm-hmm. dark is very, not quite right for your dizziness. But I would just sit and like close. I would not think about anything. I would just tell myself, okay, we're not going to think about anything. We're just going to listen to Joey speak. Mm-hmm. And that helped for sure. I really enjoy hearing that you developed a capacity to check in on yourself and just sort of pause and say, Tanya, a, how are you doing right now? And B, how can I support you? I mean, that yeah. is a gift for life. Those questions often we're not asked by other people. So it's really important mm-hmm. that we have our own back and that we have the capacity and the time to listen um, so that it's not like our body or our inner world is screaming at us. Come on, please. It's my turn. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. I'm trying to get through to you. When we have this routine, this ritual of checking in and pausing and listening and hopefully responding, which is probably the most important bit, um, we can gain this really deep relationship and trust with ourselves. And I think once we have this internal trust with ourselves, we're so much stronger and stable and centered on our own two feet that the outer world no longer needs to doesn't have such big shoes to fill when we're not as um, floundering and wavering and vulnerable to the outer world because we're really solid in ourselves and we're getting our own needs met and we're responding lovingly particularly to the emotional challenges of human existence so we, we know those challenges exist the question is are we really truly listening and responding so it just I feel actually a little bit excited for you that you have that dialogue quite early on in your life to I really hope that stays with you and just keeps developing and evolving from strength to strength 
yeah i mean i have to give you credit for that because i don't think i've ever stopped paused spoken to myself so it was basically like you guiding everybody or on your audios you you guided people and it was just very simple it wasn't even um, rocket science but i feel i felt like when you started talking to people that you're not just your symptoms that really re- resonated with me a lot so mm. i reflected a lot within myself and that was obviously all thanks to your program wonderful well i'm so yeah. pleased you stayed the course and you stayed with it and that you really gently held your own hand through that skepticism which is extremely healthy i think it is very healthy to dot our eyes and cross our t's and be mindful of you know um things that are not in resonance with us in the world and so it was really beautiful that you were able to support yourself and trust yourself to open these doors and um i really look forward to potentially touching base with you perhaps on a future monthly live group call it's always really nice for new members to hear from old you know more mature members and we can all share our healing journeys and inspire each other um because while it's it's certainly individual there's no two people who heal in the same way but i think having the educational background um that i created in the kind of rock steady process I really feel that grounds us in the why because just Mm. doing exercises or self-talk or dabbling in all of these things sort of doesn't mean anything if there's not that deep commitment to okay why am I doing this otherwise it's just a routine we're just it's just another thing um and and so I really feel that staying the course and keeping checking in and hopefully I hear from some people, they don't need to log in anymore because it really is automated and they've got the voices going in their head and it becomes a new way of being, of relating to ourselves and relating to the world with more confidence, with more clarity. Um, and I, and ideally even with more physical strength with all of those standing exercises and the, the really gentle yoga style supports that I invite people to do if it feels right in the program. So mm. It sounds like you've arrived at a really beautiful place for yourself. Um, if you yeah, had, if you had encouragement or advice for yourself, maybe a year or two ago, what do you think you would say to Tanya with this wisdom you now have? What would you pass on to your younger self? I feel like the first thing I would say is just don't listen to other people and don't take criticism so negatively and don't start seeing those don't let the negative thoughts basically affect you like it's fine to get those I feel like everybody has days where they just don't feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. but just don't be set on the thing that you deserve harsh treatment like I think you should have like a balance I think you need to have the good things said about yourself and if even if you have the bad days it's okay like just just be easy on yourself I think that's the first thing I would say and don't be afraid to try new things and you won't always be experiencing bad days mm. yeah and what that brings up for me is this reminder to, if I was to speak to little Joey it would be be really I'd say Joey I want you to be really aware when you're looking outside of yourself for validation or reassurance or some kind of compliment 
because that makes you vulnerable. When you're looking for it outside, you just never know what you're going to get. Whereas I would say, Joey, if you can learn to really validate yourself and reassure yourself and support yourself and compliment yourself and really believe it and feel it and know it in your bones, you will never need to hear it from anybody else. And that will make you more centered and more powerful. Um, Yeah. And I feel really good saying that to my younger Joey just now. So thank you for kind of inspiring that. You're welcome. I mean, I feel like mostly this talk with my inner self was, I have to say, I have to give credit to you. I don't think I've gotten this kind of um, advice from anyone else. Like I've been to multiple therapists. I've been to psychiatrists and yeah, they do like um, say these things, but they never actually tell you that it's okay to just sit down and talk to yourself and tell yourself that it's okay. So I feel like that's the first time anyone brought that up that you need to do some self-reflection before you start your healing journey. So I would say that's all thanks to you. Mm, Well, I'm so pleased that it's landed for you. Um, I believe in myself that the relationship we have, so my relationship to Joey and your relationship to Tanya, the relationship we have within ourselves, I think is really the most important relationship we'll ever have. And it, yeah, fundamentally impacts every other relationship we have with other people and even objects around us and the way we treat ourselves often informs others how to treat us um yeah and you know looking at things from a social and political level i i really feel for people around the planet who are not getting treated fairly and there is lots of unequal treatment around the world and it really deeply saddens me and i i think about this a little bit and my wish for those people, if they're marginalized or in minorities or any kind of vulnerable situation would be this self-talk would be exactly what we're talking about now. It'd be That's the one thing you can control if you are entrapped in an awful situation and system that is not serving you. I just, my, you know, I feel like I talk to these people across the, the airwaves from my heart, just thinking, I really hope you have a solid relationship to yourself. And that would be really difficult if the outer world was, um, you know, reflecting a lot of fear. And anyway, we're a yeah. bit off topic, but it's so powerful is what I'm getting at. And it it, it would be a gift. I would love to see um, this self-dialogue and self-talk and self-encouragement, I think, mm. is where it's at. So... Thank you for bringing that to the conversation. I just want to say the Rock Study program has really taken me on journeys I didn't predict. Like I literally built it to help people with vertigo and tinnitus feel good about their bodies. It was, <laughs> I had a really simple agenda. But now that we've been alive for a few years and there's people from all over the world, we've got lots of scholarship participants. So people in third world countries and warring countries and all sorts of things going on. And there is this sense of human belonging and human experience that's relatable. And even though we're all different and treated differently and going through different triggers and different events, there is a shared human process in our brains and in our neurology and in our emotional spectrum of how we meet challenges and how we process it. So thank you for calling in from India and for joining our global community and for bringing your, for bringing your cultural um juiciness to our community really appreciate having all the corners of the world feel welcome so thank you 
thank you for having me and thank you so much for creating this program i feel like it's not just me you helped i mean the facebook group has what like 5000 people and i feel like there's so many people across the world that you've helped so i think you should give yourself also credit for that that you've 100% made a change in people's lives it's great that's that's sweet of you i feel i still feel slightly uncomfortable receiving compliments something to work at but honestly thank you and it's um yeah it it it's been the, a rewarding process for me for those of you yeah. listening who are just curious to learn more about my workplace it's seekingbalance.com.au if you would like to gain the comprehensive support of the rocksteady program the six modules the bonus audios pep talks videos, audios, live monthly calls with me where you can bring your insights and your questions and just oodles of replays so that you have a, a supportive community that you can really click play at any time of day or night, any country, anywhere in the world. The Rocksteady program is a, is a, a very informative educational program and process for you if you feel you're needing that. So seekingbalance.com.au. Tanya, Thank you so much for your time. And if you're still studying, I hope that's going well. I wish you all the best. And I really hope this relate I really hope this relationship and this dialogue you're forming with yourself just grows stronger and stronger and stronger so that you become almost invincible to what the world yeah. presents you with. Yeah, I wish the same. <laughs> I wish the same. Yeah. Beautiful. Much love. Thank you so much and it's a bye for now. Thank you. Bye.